Yes. Let me go ahead and percolate for a second. Yeah, the dig. Yeah, bitch, you. Um, I see you got a new little style today. Looking like Kofi Kingston over there. Hey, man, I'm trying to tag team. Tag team. <laughs> tag team. Clock in. Oh, man. my gracious, man. So what's going on, Slime, man? What you want to talk about? Hey, man. 38 <laughs> slimy dollars. Green slimy dollars. 38. I want 38. Nah, but uh, it was just again, us. Oh, it's just us again, man. Yeah. Offset. Where are you? Man, listen, man. I got a phone home like E.T. Got to call him up and phone home. Jesus. But look, so once again, this is another installation. Dose. Dose. You the dig. Episode two. Um, you can hear me good? Perfect. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. I can hear you good as well. Um, once again, uh, this is the Young OG's podcast. Once again, you already know. Real player activity, real niggas, real activity, you underdig. Once again, I'm going uh, to go ahead and introduce myself. You know, I go by the name of many names, but uh, I'm the young black boy from the B-Baby. It's the youngest OG, Wendelli the greatest. Tony like when I say that shit, too. He think he's slick. So I know you like when I say that shit, Tom. Hey, you represent, man. You already know me, Tony Bats, aka Quick Draw McGraw, according yeah. to Young Black uh, Boy. Phil Canton, <laughs> Big Phil Canton. You know the yeah. Once again, break um, life in stores, you know, inspired or stolen from Wendell the Great. So it's already hey, it's coming black, to rich and gifted. Black, rich black. and gifted. This is the <laughs> yeah. lifestyle you live out here. It's the only way to live. You know what That's I'm saying? Right. That's right. Hey, look, can you hear my air conditioner? Nah, I cut mine off Perfect. before, though. I, I wanted everything to be crystal. I'm a husky nigga. I, I don't have those same, uh, I don't I don't have those same luxuries. Cutting it off, <laughs> I'll be in this mug, press bar, and I, you think I'm in an uh, interrogation room. But look, we back at it again with another pod, you underdig. Yeah. Um, got a couple of topics for the day, you know, but you know, like we always do. Got to start it off, Tony. How are you feeling today, as always, bro? I'm feeling good, man. You know, uh, everything is progressing. Mm. You know, I did a few dope intros for the show. I can't wait for the people to see it on playback. It's going to be really special. You know, I, you know, I'm excited about Young OGs, man. We out here doing it, man. So it's only up from here. How are you doing, sir? Oh, man, you know, I'm doing good as always, man. I thank God for another day to be able to uh, put in work, man. Excuse me. Uh, Put in some work and, um, you know, man, just be here for my family, man. You know, I'm not living for me all the time. You get what I'm saying? But I'm always living for my family, trying to make sure, um, you know, that I I just do the best I can and uh, keep my head on straight. Of course. 
Most definitely, man. But speaking of that, speaking of keeping your head on straight, you told me earlier, um, and for people that don't know, me and Tony have known each other for how long, Tom? I always say since George Bush was in office, man. Yeah, he was that's, still that's in that right. thing. He was still in that thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. But, Tone, this is my brother, straight up, man. That's how I see him, man. I don't call too many niggas my brother. You know, that say a lot, you know, in regards to him. But um, back to keeping your head on straight, we was talking earlier. You you was talking about um, the, you wanted to talk about depression, right? Right, right. You know, yeah. it's a, yeah, it's a topic I wanted to touch on because it's great that mental health is gaining the light that it deserves in this day and age. Mm. I myself used to look at depression, mental health, panic attacks, anxiety as something people should just get over. I mm. didn't really give it the respect it deserved, much like 95% of the world. And yeah. experiencing it myself, I see why mental health is important. Having yourself out there, definitely involving a therapist in your life is important to your overall growth, your overall meaning of self. Mm. And just to just to give it some backstory, I told Wendell this. I was in a bad place and I was in a long relationship. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was going to be the situation that would blossom into years and years and eventually a marriage. And after that ended this past March, you know, I was Mm -hmm. definitely in the dark place. I was finding myself losing out on the energy to want to do things to get up and get out. You know, Mm -hmm. I was having a hard time focusing on the things that I needed to focus on to be successful in life. I started to try different things. I was trying these gummies, these Delta eight gummies, you know, I know on some Eddie King five heartbeats type shit. Man, anybody <laughs> um, singing like Eddie King? Look at us. <laughs> Look at us. Anybody singing like Eddie King? Look at yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> Mike's like this. Hold on, hold on, Tom. Mm-hmm. We cannot, you got to tell a story. It's a reason why we laugh. You got to tell the story, Tom. Phil Canton, Quick Joe McGraw, you got to tell the story. Tell, do you want, do you feel comfortable telling me? Because I don't want to put you on black. Oh, the story that I was just telling? Or you, well, I don't know what you Oh, talking. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, excuse the hell out of me. Oh. I was talking about <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, yeah. Oh, the Delta 8 story? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I was ta- I was taking these Delta 8 gummies. Everything was great. I was on cloud nine. It was like cosmic ecstasy. You know, every what, single night I was up there. I got them from, them from? Um, It was one place. It was a little herbivore place. It was mm-hmm. down the street, downtown Glenwood. You ever been and there before? I was there before with her. Okay. But once I found out you know, the properties of it, you know, I was feeling good, man. I had, I've been, I've always lived my life like CM Punk, you know, straight okay. edge and shit. So once I dabbled into these things, man, it's, it was, you know, because 
you know, after she left and everything, I was just in the apartment. It's just these walls. There's nothing to do. She's going off to a situation where she's surrounded by people. Not that I don't have parents, but at the same time, you know, having a structure outside of that is important. But I was just trying to be strong, Tony. I was just trying to keep it all inside. You know, I was just trying to keep pushing forward, making it seem like everything was copacetic. So I would just find myself in the apartment looking around, nothing to do. I was forced to focus on the thoughts coming in, negative thoughts coming in. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to get rid of that. I wanted to keep that at bay. So I would dabble in these Delta 8 gummies, thinking that I was doing something different outside of smoking weed. I was like, hey, these just little gummies. What's what's the harm? (laughs) And everything was good. Before you finish that, I want everybody to notice. I, yes, me. I'm straight edge as well, so to speak. I don't drink, I don't smoke. I mean, I drink here and there. But the fact that this story happened, the fact that this story happened, Tony, you remember when I took that edible that time? You remember that? Yeah. When I took that edible, Tony, I don't know why you thought them Delta A's weren't going to do that. But I just want to let people know that I took an edible before. And it had similar effects to what he about to tell you. But the fact that I took it, he should have learned from my experience. But go ahead, Tony. Yeah, man. I took it. Everything was on high. Music sounded like it never sounded before. Shows look how they never looked before. I was walking around here like a red-eyed bandit. Everything was so, I was so infatuated with everything. Everything was so good. I, you know, I felt like I was on cloud nine. Everything was perfect. And I didn't have to deal with the reality of my situation. And that that's ultimately what everybody's trying to do, whether they're drinking, smoking weed. They're all trying to escape the reality of their current situation because it's nice to not have to think about some bullshit for three or four hours or five and seven hours. So that's what I was doing. Everything was good. It got to a point where I was using it every single day. And it got to a point where one night I got a different container from a different place, put it in. Next thing I know, later, I mean, later on after the how was good, but later on, started to feel it, you know, this turbulence in my stomach, you know, it started to give me this extreme, extreme nauseous feeling. And mm-hmm. I was like, what the hell is going on? I'm, you know, feeling like it's like I'm, I'm going back and forth to the AC, turning on the AC, turning off the AC because the cold was just penetrating my soul. The hot was just penetrating my mind. It's, it was like I couldn't get past it. Felt like I was going to throw up. I was feeling dizzy. I All my years on this earth, I've never fainted. I've never felt what it feels like to be lightheaded. But I did that night, and it scared me. I was going around this corner. Next thing I know, it was like this blur of conscience. I was, I just felt this blur. And I, it, was just, it was one and a half seconds, but that's all I needed. 
So the, mm -hmm. the nauseous feeling killed me. Uh, you know, it felt like I was going to vomit, as I was just saying. I called a, the ambulance, which is which just cracked when they up. But I oh, just, yeah. I called the people. But, uh, you called the yeah. police, nigga. That's what you called. You called the it's police. I called them all the police. Ambulance, <laughs> fire department, the police, all of them the police to me. Jesus, <laughs> all of them Which the is crazy because when I, it's like they'll trick you. You call 911. And I was honest with them about what I had taken and the effects of what I had taken. And instead of just sending the ambulance, they decided to send the police first. Yeah. So I'm they calling said for you help. Up. They said you yeah, doped yeah. up. They called they call the police they, first they, to make it seem like they had to clear the area and to make sure everything was safe for yeah, the they ambulance. They told you know, me he was outside. They told me you was outside eating a 20-piece McNugget with your shirt off. This guy. And you had the sauce Wait on your chest. That's what they told me. <laughs> <laughs> they said, man, that nigga on that shit, man. I got to send, send them boys over there first, man. Make sure they clear everything out. Then we come through scooping him up. Yeah, it's like, it's like what in the world? It just shows you police are not there to de-escalate any situation. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll get to that later. But oh, yeah. th their presence just heightens everything. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay, why are they here? I'm trying to do this, I'm trying to do that. And I stopped using the Delta 8 gummies. I started to use these goalie gummies that I saw on Facebook. Stupid, but I saw them being advertised now, every day. Before, before you finish with that, what are goalie gummies? What are goalie gummies? Yeah, goalie gummies are these natural dietary supplements you can mm -hmm. find them in pharmacies now that i know that but they're big on facebook there are these gummies that are infused with ashwagandha which is the big thing now ashwagandha is this so-called natural ingredient that they got from africa i believe but the purpose of these goli gummies are to relax you on wine you help you lose some weight help you mm -hmm. you know it's kind of like i guess they have properties of muscle milk they're supposed to situate your muscles when you put them into action when you're in the gym so the primary purpose of these goalie gummies are to unwind you and relax you however what they don't tell you is there is an ingredient in these goalie gummies that will dilute your blood vessels, which is wow. which is when your blood vessels will become widened. And when your blood vessels are widened, you know, your blood flow is, I mean, it's good to have great blood flow, but you feel everything five times more. So everything is just heightened. But everybody has H. pylori in their blood vessels which is a bad bacteria, but in your stomach, you have good bacteria and you have bad bacteria. Right. They clash each other to achieve the overall daily success of your stomach. But H. Yeah. pylori was activated with these goalie gummies. Yeah, and right. That just each bad bacteria, each bad, all the bad yeah. shit in your stomach yeah. was activated. You At a I mean? higher you level. Right. You got to keep yeah, it simple so. for the people in the shallow end of the pool. You got to keep it simple for the people 
in the shallow end of the pool, man. That's all. I, hey, man. You know, sometimes I get tripped up, too. I feel you. I'm just repeating the knowledge. I know how it sounded when it was told to me. I'm like, what the hell? Break it right. down, sir. But, uh, yes. <laughs> but, yes, you know, your H. pylori is bad bacteria in your stomach. But when it reaches a level where it's at a dangerous height, then you will experience nausea, vomiting, dizziness. And that's not a good thing, folks. So I was experiencing that. I was in and out of ERs, and I really experienced how shitty healthcare is in America. You know, it's all about registering you to make sure your insurance clear. Hey, you may have a gunshot sitting in the lobby, but you know what? You're, you know, just stay there with the blood leaking. Just put some tape on it or something. We'll get to you once we find out your your insurance is all right. But anyway, you know, I was dealing with that. And I and I just and I've been on the comeback from that, you know, getting my stomach back in order, getting my body back in order. There's there's a lot of sleep that I lost, which mm-hmm. led to panic attacks because I was in the ER parking lot one time down right. bad because of this yeah. entire situation. I, because I was worried about what I was going through. I was in pain and I woke up and I've been blessed because I have not experienced fainting, um, dizziness, like I told you earlier, throughout my life. So then all of this stuff happened at one time. A panic attack is where, you know, you just wake up out of nowhere. You're dealing with some stress. You're dealing with sleep. I'm going to keep it 100. I'm going to keep it 100. I ain't even tripping if I faint. I know it sounds crazy. but I'm just saying. I've never fainted before. I'm thinking it. if I faint, I ain't waking I'm, back up. That's how I'm, scared I was. You, you heard what you just said? You're not waking back up. I ain't never had to deal with being faint. The only thing I'm concerned about is who's going to pick me up once I faint. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just giving it one. You got to have some real ones around. You're going to have to get some strong some niggas first, dog. You're going to have to get some young young niggas to go ahead and get it. Help, help him up. You know, when niggas, you know, when something too heavy, they put a mother on the curb. <laughs> exactly. And just hope he wake up. <laughs> exactly. But panic attacks are no joke. You really think yeah, that you're definitely. about to die. You really think that you are having a heart attack. It's, it's really scary. I was dealing with my heart racing like it was crazy. My mm. palms were sweaty. My, I was feeling like I was about to faint. I was dizzy. Everything just like a bowl of fuckery that happens to you when you have a panic attack, and that goes back to mental health because it's crazy how the mind can control the body. Because when you're having a panic attack, your heart is racing, and you're feeling you're feeling like you you can't breathe. And that's because mm-hmm. there's like this ring muscle that's in your throat that tenses up and relaxes whenever you eat food. And in times where you're stressed, this little ring muscle tenses up and it'll feel like something is stuck in your throat, which feels right. like you can't breathe. That so, explains a lot when niggas get nervous and shit. Yeah. So when you calm down, this ring muscle relaxes. So it's crazy how the mind can control the body. And, yeah, yeah. and that showed, and I always heard about like an old couple, you know, they're, they're together for like 60 years. One dies, uh-huh. and then a month later, the other one dies. And you'll hear about, oh, they died because they were heartbroken. That's not a fake thing. 
right. the mind can get you through everything. You know, I mean, well, unless you have like terminal illness, but a lot right. of the time, your spirit, your mental presence, and the demons of stress can really have an effect on your physical well-being. And it's crazy that for such a long time, us in America have placed so much importance on physical therapy and physical importance over mm. mental therapy and mental competency. Because yeah. when you're in good spirits, just like if your cancer patient is fighting their all, they're doing everything that they can to get themselves back to where they were, a lot of time, the reason why these people survive cancer is because of the way that they approach cancer and how they remain focused and they remained in good spirits in the fight towards good right. health. Uh -huh. That is what brings them back. So I'm glad that mental health is being talked about. You know, mm -hmm. everybody needs to stop being in this mode where they're trying to be a G. Talk right, to yeah. somebody because don't be in a situation to where you're holed up in your apartment all day long, the lights cut off. If you're feeling bad, talk to somebody. If you don't have a support system around you, talk to a therapist. But yeah, real we shit need, though, man. We need real to shit. get ourselves out there and to handle these demons that we're dealing with a lot of a lot of time. A lot of this does come comes from childhood. Trauma is only going to ball itself up into a fury that's just going to postpone your growth. It's going to post postpone your life. So right. take care of yourself, take care of others. Be a support mm -hmm. system to people and get yourself out there. Take care of your spirituality because you only got one life to live. So that's right. That's right, Tony. And you know, that is like I said, man, shout out to you for being strong enough to handle that. Yeah. You know, I've always known you to be a super duper strong guy. So man, you being vulnerable showed me how strong you really are. You know what I'm saying? And it was just a blessing to see that you was able to just be a little bit more transparent than normal, even though I've known you for forever. You know, you always you always got your best foot forward. You know what I mean? So. But. I got to transition. You know, now that we got the serious part out of the way. Yeah, you know, it's time to get into some dangerous activity, dangerous activity, Slim. Dangerous D activity. alert, D alert. Stay focused, Jesus. But look, I speaking of bad experiences with the medical field and people that are uh, got specialized jobs, you know, just like people in the medical field, nurses, you know, stuff like that. Recently, recently, I had a dentist appointment from hell. All right, now listen. Growing up, it was easy to go to the dentist. Like, like when I was in, I, I'm from D.C. When we was in D.C., we never went to the dentist. You know what I mean? We never went. But when we moved down here, we decided, hey, we, you know, my mom decided, hey, y'all young enough, y'all able to get Medicaid or whatever. We can go ahead and make sure you guys get your dentistry work done and stuff like that. So that led to us getting braces. Even right now, I still wear retainers to this day. You know that two-tone, right? Yep. All right. So I had a dentist appointment from hell. 
uh, recently. Uh, as as I got older, you know, now you got to have insurance. Make sure you got insurance to go to the dentist, to cut down on the bills. Because if you're paying out of pocket, it's all about that money. The dentist, right. They're they going to smack you over your head. About so thousand pulling, dollars. Right. So I'm pulling up. I don't got no, I don't got no, I'm going to a um, I decided to go to an OIC. And I ain't I'm not shitting on the OIC, man, but listen, man. I told my pops this story, and this this guy, man, my pop was just rolling so hard. So I get I go to the OIC, that's in my neighborhood. Keep it, keep it, keep in mind it's a it's a shady neighborhood the OIC is in. It's a shady neighborhood off there. That, that over, really there by the, over there right. by the Piggly Wiggly. By, right by the Piggly Wiggly. We used this bad. You know what I mean? So I slide down. You know, I don't got no insurance, whatever. I whip up in that junk real crazy. You just up in the extra slime. Super slimy. <gasps> I pulled up crazy slimy on that junk. So I'm in this junk. You know, I got my little, I gave him my little paste up, da 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 you know, yeah, let's 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 go ahead and get this taken care of, you know, because recently, because basically I want to just get a basic, you know, routine checkup. You know, I just wanted to get a routine checkup because I was eating and I, I was eating some food and I thought I chipped my tooth. But it didn't feel like, it. you know what I'm saying? You know, I don't know how to explain that feeling, but I thought I did. You know, I take pretty good care of my teeth. You know, I try to make sure, you know, I floss pretty regularly. And stuff like that, but um, I get there, and that's pretty that's pretty wild because who flosses? You know, you you brush no, your I teeth, you throw that their, their mouthwash in there. So the fact that you floss, kudos to yeah. you. Oh man, I <laughs> floss. The extra I floss like three times, three to four times a week, easy. Yeah, I I got three flosses that are open right now, three different flosses. But so I go to the um the OIC we get in I get in there I'm by myself I'm rolling dolo you know keep in mind I have been rescheduling this appointment like three four times like I you know some you know I'm a type of person I don't like to get up early in the morning that's just not my thing so I get to the dentist appointment whatever uh you know I'm here on time you know they pass me the paper telling me to do the paper over it's like this paper where they ask how much income you make or whatever da 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 some hood shit, if you don't know. It's some hood shit. So I told them, like, hey, I already did this paper. You know what I mean? I'm like, I already did the paper, so, I, you know, I don't see the purpose of me doing it again. Y'all need to find my paper because I'm not finna just keep writing this shit down. You know what I mean? So she found my paper, found my pay stub in the system, da-da-da-da. Boom, the, the dentist comes. Now, last time I've been to this OIC, they had another dentist there. The dentist was... um. A little bit heavy set woman, but she she seemed like she knew what she was doing. Now, she left a, the first dentist when I first ever came there. She left a bad taste in my mouth because I asked her for some, uh, you know, some numbing, some Novocaine or whatever. The numbing. She told me some. I'm gonna give you some in a minute. I said, "Bitch, you ain't about to give me nothing in a minute. But if you don't give me this shit right now, I'm paying for this shit out of pocket." You talking about something, I'm going to numb you up in a minute. We ain't doing that, big dog. So look, this time I see the new de uh, dentist and she is, she looked like a drunk ass Pekingese. She drunk as shit. 
she looked drunk as hell, man. I'm already like, man, this shit crazy, man. They're gonna make me blow blow this bitch up on some hood shit. So I go in this junk. Uh, we get to the back, we take a few x-rays, and then the uh the dentist, the official dentist come in there again, you know. She comes in there, she said, Hey, my name is Dr. Muhammad. I say, Hey, how you doing, Dr. Muhammad? Keep in mind, she says she a doctor. I say, How you doing, Dr. Muhammad? She was like, it seems like you have a baby tooth in your mouth. <laughs> I'm like, I said, hold up, man. You got I said, man, man, <laughs> man, listen, bro. <laughs> when she said that, man, I was like, I was like Dylan off of uh, the band. I was <laughs> like, no, I was like, this bitch is out of control. She said, I heard, I said, ma'am, can you say that one more time, Dr. Muhammad? She said, I've been looking at your x-rays, and it looks as if you still have a baby tooth in your mouth. I said, hold up, hold up, hold up. I said, hold up, Miss Muhammad. I don't switch from the doctor shit. She didn't disrespect me. I took away her credentials. I took the whole credentials. Hard earned credentials. I said, my bad. I said, hold up, Miss Muhammad. I said, it ain't no baby tooth in my mouth, Miss Mom. I said, I've been chewing on this tooth for over 20 years. <laughs> I said, I've been chewing on this tooth for over 20 years, man. About about 20 years, man. This ain't no, this ain't no fake tooth, man. I mean, this ain't no uh, this ain't no uh baby tooth. She said, Oh yeah, mm-hmm, it sure is. I said, ma'am, I had braces. You can't even get braces. If you got baby teeth in your mouth, what's the purpose of straightening up your baby teeth and they're going to fall out? Hashtag think. Goofball. So she finally get up. This is how cheap this place is, man. They didn't even want to. I'm trying to think about cheap. I'm trying to think about like uh, when does your baby teeth fall out? It's about six. It's about six years old. Think about about it. Around six. Six, seven, six, seven years old. And okay, because I was thinking about, did I, I was thinking about, have I seen like a little kid around that age or younger with braces or something? Man, Man I, I just, know. no, when Shorty told me I had a baby tooth in my mouth, I said, I just looked at the bitch. I wanted to, I wanted to blow this motherfucker up. I said, pass me my bag. I got a grenade in it. Pass me my bag. I got a grenade in it. I'm going to pull a pin and blow this bitch up. Man, I was just like, dude, she out of control. Like, so after that, she finally, keep in mind, I done paid for this first appointment, I done paid like almost 300 bucks. And all they did was take x rays. She looked inside my mouth. She didn't even want to look inside. Bro, listen, this shit fucked me up. She goes, after I tell her, nah, I'm like, I'm telling her, like, bro, there's no way I have a baby tooth in my mouth. I said, man, you must be mistaken. Are you sure that's my x-ray? You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm, I'm letting her know, like, dude, I don't have a baby tooth in my mouth. So she goes and looks inside my mouth. She said, oh. I said, dude, that look like a baby tooth to you? Whole time, the tool in my mouth, I'm like, do I look like a baby tooth to you? She's like, mm, nah, nah, it's not a baby tooth. 
I'm like, I just, I, from that moment on, long story short, she tried to, she gave me this outrageous ass bill, man. It was an outrageous ass bill. She's like, oh, you have six cavities. I said, six cavities. Where? Then, then I said, I said, okay, since you're saying I got six cavities, how do I prevent cavities? She said, you need some more fluoride. She said, what type of water do you drink? I said, I drink bottled water. She said, you need to start drinking tap water because it got fluoride in it. Has a dentist ever told you that, Tony? Well, it's been a while, but uh, no, I haven't heard that. I haven't heard yeah, that. I would, I would just say, I don't know, it's, you know, like use a different type of toothpaste, but I, you know, I haven't heard that advice. Right. I've been using the same toothpaste ever since I um had braces. When you use when you have braces, they advise you to use no teeth whitening toothpaste. They tell you to use a toothpaste. Uh, they tell you to use Colgate cavity protection. That's it. Colgate cavity protection. Why no whitening? That I don't know. It might I might do something. It might do something to the braces, or you get what I'm saying, or might make yeah. the color run off. You know, a lot of people have color in their braces. You know, uh. they get them changed every month, stuff like that. But um, it just blew my mind. She was like, I'm like, dude, you trying to tell me? And she said, you should floss. I said, uh, I, I floss every day. She was like, oh, well, maybe we can work on your technique. I said, well, I'm always down to learn. The bitch ain't helped me work on nothing, man. I was just like, dude, I will never. Well, just to let to you know, just yeah. to let you know, it's a parental advisory. Everybody out there throughout the broadcast of Young OGs, you will hear, hear the word bitch a lot. Yeah, my apologies. <laughs> it just flows out like that. There's no disrespect. Mine's is a respectful bitch. You know what I mean? Mine's is respectful. It's nothing, you know, I'm not trying to be malicious. No malicious intent. No malicious intent. No malicious intent. It's all love. Oh, it's all love. Believe me. Yeah. <laughs> but um, what I ended up doing after I left that place, man, the bill was, she tried to give me a dental plan bill, and it was about 3000 bucks. And I was just like, $3,000. Wow. Dude, I don't know what they're talking about. So I just left them alone. I'll be going to an official dentist. I don't think she had her license. I'm going to keep it a buck. I don't think she had her dental license. I don't think she had her doctorate degree. Um, in fact, I think they might have been selling fish plates out the back of that motherfucker, man. Because it was such a... Listen, man, no lie, y'all. I thought somebody was cooking on the grill back there, bro. I'm like, duh. I'm, uh, this shit is a trap house dentist office, duh. I'm like, this shit is treacherous. I said, let me get low. So, like I said, that's the last time I'm ever going there again. I ain't even finna put them... You know, put them out there like that. You know what I mean? You kind of put them out there mentioning what it's around, <laughs> Tony. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> like I said, yeah, that, was, that was my little dentist uh, appointment from hell, man. It was just like, imagine somebody telling you you got a baby tooth in your mouth. You, This is your, this is your, this is your dentist. You're supposed to trust them. I was going to say maybe you were just in disbelief and not believing what she had to say, but you did say later on, when she looked in your mouth, she saw that it wasn't a baby tooth, so. 
That's right, kind of but she didn't want that's back, the, right? that's But she had, I guess she, she just didn't want to. She didn't want to. She wanted to get my three hundred bucks and do and some have you out. right and get me the fuck up out of it. So that that's goes crazy. to show that's it's all like about somebody, that money. That's that's like you going to the doctor and they say, oh, yeah, I think this uh you got bit by a mosquito or a horse fly or something. Let's just say you go to the doctor, you got bit by like a big ass mosquito. And you like, man, I don't know why this, this bump hasn't went down. And the doctor tells you you got cancer. And uh, I said I took the liberty of setting you up an appointment for chemotherapy tomorrow. That that that's what it was like to me. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was it's just like, like, man, oh God. The problem is, is that they're so quick to just bring you in, say whatever they have to say, have you out the door. It's crazy that, I mean, it's healthcare. Dennis, to your, in your story, but it's healthcare. So, I mean, still, yeah, same thing. But just mm-hmm. in healthcare, period, there's too many people that got into healthcare just to make the money because they know it's where good money is. They're not, yeah. I don't think that the majority of people that are into healthcare these days are focusing on helping people. Because they're just trying to get you in and out. They'll push a pill on you so quick. I mean, mm-hmm. and I, like I was telling you, I hate taking medicine because I'm tired of seeing a million side effects to handle one thing. Because if I have a stomach problem, I don't want to take a pill and the pill come up in my body talking about, you know what, Tony? I see you've got a stomach problem. I can help mm-hmm. you with that. But while I'm here, how about I just fuck some shit up? Yeah, let me how fuck about your I just, arm up. Yeah, let, let me, me let me let me have you busy. Let me have you about to right. think. Let I'm going to give you some asthma help. medicine. And yeah, let me have your mood change. Let me make breath. you think. Yeah, let me make you think <laughs> about killing people. Let me. It's like, it's like, and it's like, especially with my situation, I was right, at yeah. the Boyce Willis Clinic trying to get them to do a. Oh man, you and was at the, I, I don't was know at if the I'm gate. The word that yeah, doctor Zesty is a mug, man. That that doctor Zesty is a mug, son. So I ain't gonna put you out there. I know your name, but I ain't gonna put you out there. That doctor Zesty is a mug, Tom. Now I gotta look at you a little different. You going to Zesty Doctor Slam? No, I was with a sister, man. She was uh, okay. You know, she was um in there looking at me, and I wanted them to look inside my stomach to tell me if I'm really dealing with an ulcer or whatever it is, and they're more interested and because she said that I couldn't go through that process until I was established with a regular doctor, then that regular doctor would recommend me to do a GI. So in that case, that regular doctor could follow up with the GI specialist and they could have an entire saga going on with follow up. And that she could not do that because she was just a walk-in nurse practitioner. and She did not do any follow-up procedures. But the point is, is that too many people in the healthcare field will push a pill on you to rule out things. They love saying that we're going to prescribe this medicine for you to see if it'll work on this, to see if it'll work on that. And I'm not I'm a guinea pig. And exactly. I do not want to be treated like a guinea pig. I do not want to have these pills create 
problems where there are no problems. I want to be sure that this is my problem that I'm dealing with, and I want to take the necessary steps to handle this problem. I don't want to throw a bunch of pills in my body. My body is not a drink at a club. Okay, right. I do not want this thrown in it. I do not want this thrown in it. I want to handle things the smartest way possible. I do not want to treat myself like um, you know, you know, you know, just like I'm, you know, I'm I'm not some a, a cup where you're just throwing a million things into. I do not yeah. like dealing with side effects. I do not like dealing with, you know, um sweating and dizziness and all of that to take care of one problem. And there is always a pill to take care of that problem. And then there's a pill to take care of that problem. And then there's yeah, a pill to take care of whole, that problem. Bro, that's the whole pills on pills on pills on pills that's, on pills. But that's the that's whole crazy. pharmaceutical in, uh, industry. It's you gotta the understand the it's pharmaceutical the industry is not here to cure anything because there's no money in the cure. The pharmaceutical right. industry is like I know there's a cure for AIDS and HIV. They just don't why would they sell you Let's say the cure. Let's say the cure for the flu is $300. Why would they give you the cure for the flu and they already overpricing it and charging you $300 for it when they can give you some treatments where they give you doses of it and doses of something else and you're going to pay $100 per dose and you need 10 of those. So I'm saying they'll rather give you They'd rather have you pay for treatments than give you the cure. It's, it's, at the end of the day, it's about money. You know what I mean? But, you know, man. Population you know, control. 100%. Population <laughs> control. Everybody, listen. Don't get struck out. Stay focused. Stay on your P's and Q's. And, uh, and dot your I's and cross your T's on top of that. But what I want to do now, man, I do want to transition to something else, man. I hope I didn't, you know, and I hope, I hope you didn't miss any points, Tom. Oh, it's all good. All right, cool, man. I just want to make sure I ain't stepping on your toes because I know how you get. They call you quick drama girl for a reason. We ain't even finna get into that. But look, so um, <laughs> so look, I want to transition into. Hold up, man. Hold up. That's your baby mama, man. Nah, that's my pop, man. He, he must, doesn't he have must, a baby brother. Right? Yeah, I don't. You know, hey, look, man. Come on, man. Chill out. Cool up. Stand down. Stay he's down. not Nick, he's not Nick Cannon, guys. Okay. Stay focused. <laughs> but look, so look, um, I want to transition into what's hot right now, man, on the music scene. You underdig. I'm in here right now. I'm just checking on my little notes and stuff like that, man. I just try to, you know. But look, I want to know right now what's hot. What's hot, man, right now on the music scene? I'm a fan of music. I do, I need music to damn near do everything. When I'm cooking, I need music. When I'm playing a game, I need something playing. You know what I mean? So, what's and we are artists, guys. Even though we're doing this podcast, we still exactly. are artists. So, like I like you've heard me in the last episode say, "Brag Life is out now" by Tony Best. Go check that out. So we are artists. You right, know, one hundred percent. Young go G over there. When oh yeah, great. and on top of that, definitely on top of that, I'm trying to get out. his coldest winter to come out as soon as Stay possible. Focused. He need to hey, stop <laughs> playing with the streets. You need Listen, to stop man. playing. Hold, 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 hold. Let, let me get it. Can I get I need at you, it? I need you to put your foot it? on the gas. And Stay only focused. Hold up. Can I, can I get at it? Stay focused, man. So, look. Coldest Winter is coming soon, man. It's about 
seventy percent done. It I'm need just, to be about ninety five percent done. You see, your haters <laughs> always got something to say, don't you? But look, the coldest winner is about to come out or whatever. It's gonna be coming out soon. Support Tony and all his endeavors. Brag like, follow him on Spotify. Look him up on Spotify. Look him up. You still on the tube, right? Yeah. yeah. Look him up on a YouTube, all of that, man. You know, but aside from our music, because, yeah, we got some heat. But um, the coldest winner, like I said, the covers winner will be coming out very, very soon. I will be releasing a release date soon. It's 70% done. I just got to finish up a few more songs and trim it up a little bit and make sure I get the album covers done. And, uh, yeah, it's coming out, man. You know, I just I just been vibing out. But I want to know, Tony, if it's something that I'm missing in the music uh, right now, because it's a lot of stuff in music that everything almost sound the same, man. I don't listen to no mainstream artists. So I wanted to know if you what's like, what's a hot what's a hot album or mixtape right now that you've been just vibing out to? I, I mean, I got to be honest with you. It's like I fell into that trap of placing the mantle of mumble artists on too many people. But when I look these people up on during my Delta 8 phase, but when I look these people up, we're going like, to discount that phase, Tom. Like, like uh, slime language is a masterpiece to me. Just the, it's like, especially Young Thug, because I've never given Young Thug any type of real respect over the years. I've never mm-hmm. done any real research into his mixtapes and albums. I just labeled him another one of those trash ass rappers. However, when I had time to really sit down and thumb through the music, listen to this person, listen to that person, and what really started off for me was slime language. The way that Young Thug is he's so innovative with his rapping style. He can go in. It's so slippery. He can go in and out the way oh, that man, he plays. Oh, man, this just getting sexual, man. You just kill, said this shit was slippery. You just kill said it noise. was slippery, Slim. Kill that you noise. said it's going in and out. Anyway, man, talk about mango. He, Freaky ass The way he goes in and out of the melodies, the way that he plays around with how words sound, it's genius, man. The way that he goes about it. He really be spitting some real shit. It just goes over people's heads. So I'm really a fan of Young Thug. I'm definitely a fan of Lil Baby a lot for the same reasons. Once I, I like to, nowadays, I like to listen to music and then read the lyrics so I don't listen to the music. And it's like, wow, they, these dudes really be going in. You know, and, it's, and it doesn't even have to be on some J. Cole talk about the world type of shit. They could just be having fun. And I'm in that mood to have fun. And I'm looking for clever shit, witty shit, fun, you know, fun things mm-hmm. to talk about. Let me stop saying shit. So I've been saying shit a lot throughout this entire podcast. I don't know what's going on. But hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> however, Lil Baby is hard, man. The way that he goes about his writing style is very clever. The way that he goes through his verses is very smooth. You know, the way that he plays around with melody, um, which I'm I'm sure that he was inspired by Young Thug or or Gunna. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm definitely a fan of Lil Baby. Gunna, especially the wanna. 
I really love his one take. That's that's off the mark for me. Very dope album. You know, the hooks are crazy catchy. And it's just good music. I'm like, wow, I've been missing out on all of this good music the, this entire time because I wanted it to be approved and not give these guys a chance. Once I actually gave them a chance, I'm like, wow, these dudes is these dudes is on something. Pooh Shiesty, which is oh, on, no. a, on a newer Swift. scale. Pugiano sounds like he sounds like a preacher from the 70s rapping or something like that. No, <laughs> listen, a, I can't. I'm, I'm, listen. Let me tap in right quick, man. I want to be very, very clear. I don't listen. I want to be very, very clear, y'all. I do not even listen to Drake. So if you if you ask me what type of music listener I am, I don't listen to Drake. That, tell, that should tell you a lot. That should tell you a big amount. I you don't can't listen deny, to man. Dude is I don't listen to Lil Baby. I don't listen to Gunna. Them dudes I don't is like Fujiano. Fujiano. <laughs> listen, man, Gunner, man, he just he looked like young thug boyfriend. Man. Get out of here with him. He looked like young thug boyfriend. I'm just saying. Uh, my man be wearing some real tight pants, man. Freaky alert. Hashtag freaky alert. You know what I mean? So look. Gunner is gunner smooth with it, man. That dude is nice, man. He be killing. I, I, dudes, I can't. Man. I can't get with that, man. I, you know, a lot of times it be people writing their music, man. A lot of times, that's what it is, man. I, I just can't get with that. Um, is that is that your main point about Drake? Uh, one hundred percent. I think we all seen how that Pusha T and that uh that Pusha T whole saga went down. Big shout out to Pusha T because he always been one of the most prolific uh beat spitters from the East Coast. You know, what I mean, he one of the coldest niggas ever. I fuck yeah, with Pusha T. I mean. My name is from my name is my name. Lord have what was the junk called? Uh, Lord have no fury. Was that it? Or Lord uh-huh. willing? No, I'm tweaking. I'm tweaking. It's, it's name I like when he name. did that song. Um, Let me love you. He did it in the style of Mace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, was I, hard. I that. You know, yeah. he just he's just a legend, man. I, I I like Pusha T, and you can say I was a little biased, but he did body Drake. He body Drake, that- man. I think the entire ghostwriting thing is because we'll sit back and we'll give Beyonce a pass because it's R&B. And R&B, that world, is accepting of outside writers. Yeah, but guess what? You know, all you got to do is rap. When all you got to do is rap, you need to write your own lyrics. Yeah, and that's what makes hip-hop special. That's what sets rap apart is that a verse is like a personal diary selection. Right. It's coming straight you write from your, your own music, if, if you write your yeah. own music, I commend you. Forgive me if in I didn't any genre, look. But right, one hundred percent. It's it's expected more in hip hop because it's it seems you got to you got to do it, bro. Personal. It is more personal, right? So. And it's the language of the culture. It's the language of the culture. But for my what's hot on the music scene for me. It's been ruling my music player for the last couple of months. I don't even you look, man. I fuck with a few niggas from Baltimore. You know, Baltimore niggas, man. You know, I don't even want to get on that. You know what I mean? Because people, people lose their mind when we had that that Baltimore DC conversation. 
But when it comes to this music scene, I've been bumping the artists from Baltimore and it's been really, uh, really been going crazy, man. My recommendation is that everybody tune in to Shorty Shorty. Shorty Memory Short. Lane. Shorty Shorty Memory Lane. That's his album. It's called Shorty. His real name is Shorty Shorty. That, that's, his, that's his rap name. Shorty Shorty. S-H-O-O-R-D-I-E. S-H-O-R-D-I-E. Shorty Shorty. Look up Memory Lane. Okay. I, okay, hold up. Before I before I you know hand it over to you, I want well, to tell you this. Before I hand it over to you, I want to say this. Who you know in a rap game today that has a whole album produced by Murder Beats? He in every one of the videos. Yes, Memory Lane, for everybody that don't know, is produced by Murder Beats, the entire album. And, that's, I, that's I, and if I'm not mistaken... Well, if I'm not mistaken, he might, you know, take this with a grain of salt. He might be signed to Murder Beats, but I to Murder Beats, but I know he got signed for half a meal. Listen, you look through that tape. Thank me later, Tone. No Drake. Thank me later. You see what I'm saying? Because, <laughs> dude, it's hits from top to bottom, bro. Hits. I recommend people listen to. First thing first, listen listen to uh good evening. Listen to uh doctors, L-O-V-E, same niggas, Seattle, ride with Shorty. He got hits. It's hit. Listen, I've never this is my first time listening to an artist in a long time. That it's almost a, a hit from from top to bottom. But people look, offset was in the nigga. Speaking of offset, you know, he was in shorty shorty comments not too long ago. And he was just he was saying everything was fire. You you'll be seeing him soon, but shorty shorty, he is man, he's going up right now, man. He is really going up. I recommend everybody listen to that tape. You know what I mean? I, I already hooked on hooked a few people on to uh, Shorty Shorty. He got a, like a melodic style in this fly though. It's fly. He got like a raspy voice. He's really, really, uh, he used to be in a group called Peso the Mafia or whatever. Uh, like I said, he a Baltimore guy. I don't really listen to Baltimore artists, but when he came, when like when I, I don't know how I found him, but man, he got hits, man, all the way from un, like he ungrateful Ungrateful, L-O-V, um, L-O-V-E with Trippy Red. I mean, he got he got heat. He got heat. So I, I advise everybody to just, you know, tap in with him. Support uh, Shorty Shorty, man. Slim got some heat. And just check him out. See if you like him. I would say, as far as my recommendation, is actually a feature artist on my new single, Sliders. Uh -huh. which is coming out next Friday, July 2nd, which is also the day where Brag Life comes out. Not the album, but I did a song called Brag Life as well. So I have two singles coming out 
next Friday, July 2nd, Tony Batts, T-O-N-Y-B-A-T-T-S. But the feature artist that will be on Sliders is called Fire Raya. That's F-I-A-H-R-I-A-H. It's a sister from, she's originally from Florida, Trefa, but she's yeah. based out in Winston-Salem right now. Uh, sister's nice, man. She's, I mean, um, I was listening to Pocket Watching, mm. KNL, LOL, I Win. She's nice. You you yeah. listen to her. She, she I, I mean, she, Bars she nice is she, she messes with me. She messes with me. Insane bars. I'm, I'm just going to talk over that. But anyway, bars and insane style, control oh, yeah. of a voice. Just, just you know, how she is just slide on the beat, no point intended to the singer. But she is nice. Fire right. You know, definitely look her up. Spotify. Again, yep. that's F I A H. R I A H, you know, um, you know, I'm definitely a supporter of the, you know, the sisters out here rapping. I mean, it's a lot of nice, you know, so she's definitely a, a, a artist to watch. She's she's supremely talented. She's like that for real. Oh, I yeah, kid man. you. Shout, Great recommendation. Yeah, oh yeah. Shout out to Fire Riot, man. I I haven't met. I'm yet to met her, but uh, you know, I heard some of her music, man. She definitely got that sound of now. And uh, she definitely got that heat, man. So y'all definitely uh, tap in with her, man. We we want to also thank y'all for the support, man. We've seen a lot of the feedback that we got when we announced the pod, you know what I mean? The podcast. Yeah. And it was just, man, I just, I want to thank everybody that showed love, even the people that viewed it and just, you know, wanted to see, just, just even just wanted to see what we was talking about briefly, you know, man. You know, we try to make everybody work day easier. That's why we try to drop things at the top of the week, you know? And uh, sometimes, you know, the Mondays can be hard, especially if you don't got nothing to listen to. So, man, I just, I appreciate everybody that's happening with us. And we're going to keep growing. We're going we gonna to keep learning and growing together. But uh, I second that. I second that because this podcast has been a long time coming. We started oh, yeah. to discuss it last summer. It's been in, it's been in the works for a while. I was... I was trying to see how it would work, you know, with, you know, with things that we had going on. So, you know, and I was ready for it to happen. I had a lot of good, you know, a lot of good ideas for it. You know, I already had some intros in my mind. Mm. I already had some things that we could do with the channel. So to finally see it come to fruition is nothing short of a blessing. You know, I, I was getting a little worried because yeah. I was like, man, we talking about it. Let's start walking. So I'm <laughs> glad that we finally got together and everything is going good you know we're, we're getting some good views uh for now and i think people are really enjoying it i you know i appreciate that um people like that toya story that you told on the last episode oh yeah <laughs> but uh you know I, go, oh, let me, my bad let me let me let me interject right there speaking <laughs> of toya story man i got i got a lot of stories tony got a lot of stories and the, the other third of the podcast my brother uh, Chris, he has a lot of stories too, man. We're gonna keep them jumps coming too. Go ahead, Tony. Uh, now I just wanted to transition right now. I want to talk about ghosting, and okay. and I want to know why is that the thing to do in this generation? Why is it that this generation wants to talk about 
being grown, doing this, doing that, being fake woke, being fake, you know, you know, um, want to get on Facebook, acting like they're so above everything, acting like they're so well balanced. But when it comes to communication, when it comes to accountability, when it mm. comes to telling the truth, then everybody wants to run back to their diapers. Why is that? If you're, I don't, I mean, I just don't, I was when just you talking say, about, I When just you was, say ghosting and stuff. That's, that's, that's like, for example, I was talking to this young lady. Now, um, now I'm here. I'm hip to what ghosting is like somebody like, you know, just ghost you, you know, do you dirty like on some like, um, leave you on red type shit or, you know, yeah. I mean, shit like that. Yeah. You have, a, you, you're building a rapport with someone. You guys are messaging each other. There is phone conversations. There is an effort to get to know each other. Then you wake up one day. They're no longer responding to you. They're no longer picking up the phone. They're just out of your life. And without an explanation, you're forced to go on. I mean, you're an adult, but it's still a thirst for closure. You still have that thirst for closure. It's uh, a situation to where you mm -hmm. may have been okay with being the person on the receiving end of mm -hmm. this ghosting technique. But at the same time, you're saying to yourself, wow, I wish this person would have at least had the respect for me, especially seeing as though we may have been talking for one month or two months or three months, uh, two months or three months. I would think they would have had the respect for me to at least communicate with me on why they felt that this situation wasn't going to run its course, whether that's friendship or relationship. Why yeah. is it that people in this generation are having such a difficult time with communicating with one another? Because well, well, Tom, Tom. there's a lack of there's a lack mm -hmm. of maturity. There's a lack of an ability to deal with our own baggage and trauma to where we're just another hurt person dealing with another hurt person. Hurt people, yeah, but, hurt people. That's the popular saying. It's true. Right, for but, but hold up. Let me, let me, I want to get into that. And I guess you could say this is going to be my second story of the day installment, if you don't mind. This is, we, um, we should have this. Story of the day. <laughs> story time. Story of the day. Story of the day. <laughs> Okay, um, you know, everybody that knows me knows I'm a very nice person. I'm a very nice guy. I preach, I, I preach peace and positivity. But before I dive in on this ghosting subject, I have to interject and talk about a time where I had to ghost somebody. Tone, I don't think I told you this story, but I got to keep it 100. Uh, you know, um, I had uh, you. You ever had a gay friend, Tony? You know what I mean. Like when I say a gay friend, I'm talking about a female. Day. A female. I'm talking about a female, oh. like a like a stud. Like no. what's her name? Oh, okay, okay. Well, oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Yeah, remember uh, Chris, um, me and Chris used to hang out with Grant. Yeah, that's her name. That's what I was yeah. thinking about. The name Grant. Yeah. Now. I keep Grant picture in your mind. Most stud females, they'd either look like 
Manny Fresh or Lil Boozy. It's one or the other. They even look like Manny Fresh or Lil Boozy. <laughs> so look. Not all look, of them. Listen, I'm not going to hey. put the person name out there. Listen, I'm not going to put nobody's name out there. I love this person, you know, because she's an awesome person, bro. But I got to share uh, the story because it's uh, about okay. ghosting. Now, okay. I don't know if I told you, Tom, but uh, it was a... We had a state of emergency with the gas, right? You remember? Oh, this was really recent. Yeah, this was recent. We had, um, we was pumping, you know, uh, we went to the gas station. We went to a sheets and uh, went to the gas station. And during this time, it was like the, uh, the gas shortage. So everybody looking for gas, right? So me, you know me, I schedule any, if anybody knows me, I schedule around the niggas. I try to avoid bullshit by scheduling around niggas. I know niggas wake up at 1 o'clock in the morning, so I'm going to wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning, do my shit, and get out their way. You see what I'm saying? I know I'm not the only one that think like this. You know You're what treating I mean? them like Florida. Like, <laughs> like listen, you got to stay out of niggas' way. people come from Florida. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious, man. But, uh, you got to stay out of people's way. Because me, I'm a type Avoid of Avoid the drama at all costs. Protect your peace. Right, because I'm. I know where I'm trying to take it. I know where ultimately it could go. You're going to overreact. So it's best right. to not so act like, at all. Man, right. So I schedule around niggas. If a store, if I want to go grocery shopping, I'll probably wake up the wee hours in the morning and go grocery shopping. But back to uh, the, the gas station. We go to the gas station. Uh, I get a tip. My boy tipped me off like, yo, no homo. He was like, uh, yeah, man, um, the sheets, it's the sheets that got gas. They got 87. I'm like, all right, bet. That's what my truck take. You know, I whip up here, slide down. You know, I go into the uh, gas station, man. And like I said, I'm not saying this story to bash nobody, but it just took me by surprise. So um, we get into the store. Um, me and my pop, we get into the store. I go up there to pay for my um, for the gas. I get to the, when I get to the uh, front, I see a girl that I knew she was a stud from back in the day, right? I see her and I'm like, you know, I'm not a stranger, you know, I had my mask on, so I pull my mask down a little bit so she can see that it was me. I said, what's good, yo, how you been? Da, 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 da. She said, oh, when I, I thought you went and uh, went back to DC, right? And uh, I was like, nah, I've been down here, man, just grinding, you know, doing my thug dizzle. So she was like, I definitely got to get your number or whatever. Or I, I, she said, I definitely got to get her number. So I'm like, all right, cool, no doubt. I took her number down. Better yet, matter of fact, I gave her my number. And then she said she texted me. I said, I'm going to text her back, my phone in the car, da 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 I get the gas, text her back in the car. We was like, yeah, man, we're going to link up one day. Now, my pop, had he was watching me text her right so he's like man Wendell man you gotta be careful man you know sometimes those dyke rods this is what he's saying no disrespect sometimes stud females be dick hustling now for people that don't know what dick hustling is they be trying to 
manufacture uh, a situation on late at night. You know what I mean? So, um, a week and a half later, right? I get a text message tone. Text message say, "Hey, what you doing today?" I'm gonna read it off. I ain't even gonna put nobody's name out there. You know, I, that's not my style, man. It's just, you know, I gotta get this out. You know, so let me see. Hot off the press, straight man, from the she, source. She says, "Uh, she said, what's up? What you doing today?" I say, "Nothing much, man. I'm uh, I'm, I'm running some errands. I'm." I got to go cut my grass and then relax. She said, uh, cool. I ain't got no plans today. She said, I was going to stop by one of my uh, people's graduation party. I'm like, okay. And she was like, uh, maybe we can link later and catch up. I said, uh, yeah, I'm down. She said, all right, cool. Um, I'm going to hit you up when I get a uh, touchdown in the city. You smoke? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, what's wrong with that? I mean, I know what can happen, what it, you know. What it sound like, like, though? I mean, but that's, you usually hear that in a case where, you know, your dude that smoke trying to get a girl to come over that smoke, and then you want y'all partake in the smoke activities. Some other activities may happen. Right. However, so, in this situation, I would just off. think it's more of a homeboy, homeboy type smoking situation yeah but you know I, so let me just finish it off so when she said that i was just like man uh now i don't smoke or drink for real for real and she was like good cool 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 keep it like that you know that well i'm gonna hit you up and you know we can link later on i'm like all right bet i end up telling her i had to reschedule because i did have something to do if you are watching this i did have something to do um i did really have to reschedule um, you know, I will, you know, I definitely will hit you back up or whatever, but I took it like, and if you're wondering, she wanted to, she don't look like Manny Fresh, but she'll put you in the mind of Manny Fresh, you know, you know, not look wise. I'm just saying she's a stud. You get what I'm saying? So it just threw me off guard. I felt like, you know, she was probably trying to come at me. You know what I mean? It threw me off guard. It definitely threw me off guard, bro. I understand. So that's why. I Everybody's... had to, I had the ghost because I'm like you know what I mean I told her I was going to update her I haven't updated her yet so I guess you I don't know if you can qualify that as a ghost in her but I definitely felt like I low key did you know what I mean Yeah I think you did I think that was a situation where that wasn't really necessary because I think she honestly she probably just wanted to smoke with you like oh boy you know she was trying to smoke with with Chris with you know just boy smoking that's the way she looked at. It. But if it was a girl, girl, and she smoked anyway, and she was trying to come over and smoke, then, of course, that would be a situation. You know, of course, you wouldn't have no problem with that situation. But in her right. case, she was just trying to, I think she was just trying to kick it. I understand there are studs out there who still have a hunger for the D. Right. And they want to keep it as secretive as possible. Right. However, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I ain't gonna put it out there, man. I hope, you know, I don't want to ruin a friendship or whatever, man. It just, it just blew my mind when I seen that. You know, that's why I ain't putting the name out there. But it's just, it just, I felt like I ghosted her, man. Like, 
But in regards to ghosting myself, you should reach out to her. Be like, hey, hey, what's up? It's all good. Want to smoke? Well, you don't smoke anyway. So right, anyway. I don't smoke, so it's but y'all really... just cheap. But go ahead but with your point. When it comes to like ghosting, you know, um, I don't really take it serious. I really don't. Um, I feel like when somebody ghosts you, I feel like that's their way of saying, well, it's like, it's like I could have wasted your time even more, but I decided to ghost you, you know, and basically let you keep your time instead of wasting yours. You get what I'm saying? Like, like mercy. Like what you mean? Mercy. Like having mercy on somebody. Like nah, I could have wasted not, your time, but I'm gonna nah, show you like mercy that, right now saying. because I ain't shit. So what I'm no. gonna do is 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 let you go because I ain't I'm shit anyway. So take, I might as well not waste your time. So it's mercy to not have. I'm a deal. looking. I'm looking at it from my perspective. So for okay. instance, if I'm talking to a female and she ghosts me, but the conversation been good, I've been doing anything I'm supposed to do. You know what I mean? And the conversation been good, and she just ghosts me. Well, I just be like, okay, then, well, on to the next. You know what I'm saying? And my head yeah, is I mean, going I to the next. I understand, now, but it, it don't make a difference to me because I'm like, man, listen, man, pussy is more abundant than water. You know, I ain't chipping off of that. It's just like, I, I don't take, I don't take as, you know, it is what it is. If she ghosts me, I mean, I don't know what the reason is. I'm not going to rack my brain around it. You know what I'm saying? I might, yes. I might, I might be thinking about it for a while. To be honest, being me, you know, I, I'm the type of person like, damn, did I do something wrong? Or I might ask a homie, be like, yo, damn, did I do something wrong? And then, you know, depending on what the answers are, then I'll be like, well, shit, she hit me whenever she want. If she don't, she don't. I ain't tripping. I ain't waiting either. You see what I'm saying? I, mean, I think people are just comfortable. That's that's one thing about social media. People are getting away from being human beings. You know, they talk to you and treat you like they do sending off a text message. I mean, I don't, the only, I don't, only reason I rack my brain around it is that, you know, it's that feeling that you get, it's, the, it's, it's curiosity. Like what happened? What sentence happened to throw this person off? What happened? Because, I believe that people are capable of communicating. I mean, it's like people are afraid of confrontation. If you uh, approach someone with the idea that you would like to end things that you, you're not interested in carrying this out, then that person is going to present you with a question on, hey, what did I do? And then next thing you know, you're in a confrontation. You have to provide answers when you're not I don't know, mentally there yet to deal with the person asking mm -hmm. questions of you that you have to provide answers back to because you're not at a, a mature state in your life to where you can provide those answers. So you're not going to deal well with confrontation. So what makes it easier for you is to remove yourself from the situation. But I believe that people should take a step forward and become people that are capable of communicating simple ideas toward a person. That person is only going to ask you 
one time, okay, hey, you know, did I do something wrong, whatever. And then if you say, hey, um, you did this that I didn't like, if you did that that I didn't like, of course, then that will morph into a conversation, an adult conversation. Maybe you guys can get past that because maybe there was an understanding. But if you're just cut and dry, that you're just not feeling the person like that, you can say that too. And you don't have to really deal with a long, drawn-out conversation as a result of that. You can just say, hey, look, I just wanted to communicate with you. I'm just not feeling it and everything like that. I mean, and then you can end it. Y'all guys can get off the phone in an amicable way. You know, it's not... I mean, if you, I don't think the situation, well, who knows? And, you know, it could turn into the situation where a person turns crazy and tries to stop. Them. But in that situation, um, I, I'm, you know, I'm not too keen on you know, saying that that would happen. But if it does happen, then that would have happened anyway, because that person is just crazy. But I think yeah. that communication is the key to being well balanced and it's, it's too many traumatized baggage carrying people out here that are giving their energy off to the next person because then we're all just going to turn it to people that can't communicate with each other and think it's easier to just drop somebody rather than fixing a misunderstanding or providing any communication. There's going to people, there's going to be some people out there that's going to say, okay, I don't owe you anything. I don't have mm-hmm. to explain anything. And it's not about anybody owing anybody. It's mm-hmm. just the simple fact of why are you having a hard time explaining yourself to people? Who hurt you? So I believe that that's the situation. A lot of people are just stunted mentally, that they're just yeah. not in a situation to where they're ready to have an adult conversation with people. They're not ready to have an adult relationship with people. So it's Let's easier. Keep it 100 though, man. We got to keep it 100, man. I mean, if you really want to get deep into it, a lot of times, man, a lot of people ain't mentally, you know, they know how to twerk before they know how to clean their ass good. Let's keep it That's 100. a hell of a response. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of females know how to trick before they can wash their ass good. Let's keep it 100. You know, a lot of times it's kids raising kids, man. That's, you know what that's, I mean? It can really go, we can really go deep into that, but at the end of the day, man, sometimes when it comes to certain shit, you should never dive deep into it because you're not going to get the result that you want. Strictly because, sure, she might be being childish, sure, she's not ready to have a mature conversation, but she won't have to find that out on her own. You see what I'm saying? Nothing. So what I, certain things I look at stuff, I look at stuff surface level and then I move on. Like, oh, word, sure they don't want to talk no more. All right, whatever. When she want to talk, she, she'll be ready to talk or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? I, I look at it at surface level because I don't want to, I don't get in too deep into it. So like LL Cool J, I don't get in too deep with it. So I just, eh, I leave it alone. But, um, you know, man, my advice to anybody, you know, so, to get ghosted, you know, man, don't don't take it too serious, bro. Look, it's a lot of females out here in this world, you know what I mean? I feel like, shit, I mean, I don't know why she would do that, but you know, hey, man, everybody got their reason, you get what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Everybody got their reason, and, you know, not everybody is everybody's type, so it is what it is. 
you know, I mean, I take it, you know, I, I take it one step at a time. But, um, Tone, I did want to speak on something that we didn't speak on last week. Mm-hmm. And it's been Where a we big at now? topic. We over uh, I think so. I think so. But um, we're going we we, to we finish it up. This is our last, our last option. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we got to get this one out, man. All right. Uh, we didn't mention it when we spoke on what's hot in regards to music. But guess what? This topic in itself has been hot amongst the culture. Okay. And this topic is the PPP loans, y'all. Y'all got to listen, man. Don't, 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 don't. Yeah. The PPP loans, you got to <laughs> stop, man, because you're going to get put, put, put in jail. You're going to get put, put, put in prison. You know what I mean? So these PPP loans, man, there's people getting out of control with these PPP loans, man. And um, it's exactly what a PPP loan is a loan that's meant, a, a loan, keep that in mind, that's meant for people, uh, business that has been affected by COVID-19. You know, I'm seeing a lot of niggas in the hood. These motherfuckers, I seen a nigga with a giraffe. Yeah, motherfucker bought a giraffe, man. No bullshit. A giraffe. A giraffe, bro. You know, some I ain't gonna tell shit. you where I seen that shit at, Slum. But a nigga bought a giraffe, bro. You think I'm bullshit? No, I'm just, I believe. A nigga, I seen a nigga with a giraffe, dog. I, this motherfucker walking that bitch like it was a pit. He got a motherfucking steel chain around that motherfucker like he the junkyard, dog. I said, this motherfucking giraffe will kick this shit out of his ass, dog. He bullshit with this giraffe, dog. Like no bullshit. Motherfuckers out here talking about something. Come on. Like, like, bro, like, how is you gonna walk a giraffe, G? Is he gonna get caught up? Like, bro, like, listen, man, I seen some niggas in the hood with a giraffe, bro. These niggas is, it's not a, you already finessing the system, but why are you buying dumb shit? The system is already finessing us. One hundred percent, but that's a deep conversation. Them bitches? Man, it's deeper than that. At, at some point, Robin gotta blink somebody. Robin Hood gotta blink somebody. You see what I'm saying? Are we ready to blink right now? No. So let's 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 calm down. You know, <laughs> let's let's gather ourselves, bro. Bottom line, these PPP loans are out of control. I seen a nigga with a giraffe, dog. You know what I mean? This shit is out of control. You know, people, man. They. It was a guy. Uh, I was looking at uh, Vlad TV earlier. And shout out to Boozy, man. Nigga's funny as hell, man. I was just about to use his point of view. Right. And yeah. uh, it was a dude on Love and Hip Hop. I don't know the guy's name. I think his name started with an M. But uh, he basically got put in jail. He he pleaded guilty to PPP loan fraud. And uh, he got sentenced to 12 years in prison. Now, you know, it's a lot of people in the hood. I know, I know a guy. That I know a guy, I know a guy I ain't gonna put his name out there, but he used PPP loan because he one of them guys that's in the hood that just do what everybody do. You know what I mean? He, I, you know, he he got a good heart, but he just do what everybody do, and he think you know that PPP loan shit. I just want to be there when the police come get you niggas. <laughs> I just want to be there. I want to be there watching out of my window. I'm going to come out on the porch. I'm going to be disrespectful when I look. 
I'm gonna be drinking a nice cup of juice, and Gotta I'm gonna see you niggas running straight up because the police they gonna have to come through with them trucks. You know them big bodies. They're gonna literally it's gonna be a chase, a foot chase throughout your crib, and I'm gonna be dying. Niggas is running out the back door, coming through the side door, running upstairs, all type of shit, and I want to be a part of that. <laughs> I'm keeping it 100, Tom. You niggas that doing this PPP loan shit, don't say. Sh- I hope y'all niggas got y'all window, because when the police come, I'm gonna be laughing like shit, and I ain't gonna be able to catch my breath. I hope you got your window, because it's a lot of y'all niggas out here trying to pass off little doves to your baby mother. You know, y'all in good graces now. You know, finesse the government. You know what I mean? Y'all in, y'all in good graces because you finesse the government. What sense does that make? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so look, I'm going to tell y'all like this. All y'all niggas buying Hellcats and this dumbass shit. The, the PPP loan is exactly what it says. It's a loan. You know you're going to have to pay it back, right? They got people on YouTube describing what a PPP loan is and how to get a forgivable PPP loan. You think they ain't finna text you over your head? Man, listen. Like I said, I just wish I'm there. When them, when them people come through and sweep and sweep the whole block, I just want to y'all gonna be on it's gonna be hot as shit this summer. Y'all face gonna be on the pavement. Y'all, this shit gonna be bad. Y'all somebody gonna get slammed on top of a car. You know what I mean? Niggas getting niggas getting thrown through their living room. Shit like that. You know what I mean? All I can tell y'all, man, is just <laughs> if you there's no smart, way to dodge it. It's like you have to, you know, the check is coming in the name of that LLC. It's not, there's no wiggle room for deniability. It's, it's but, there. Oh, man, let me there's no way, it's no, it's it's so traceable drop- when it's so upfront. There's no way. To not get in trouble, I don't know how oh, oh, anybody. Listen, when, when that when that PPP list drop, you niggas was in trouble. <laughs> when that PPP list drop, you niggas was in trouble. I seen one that shit says someone else's social LLC. <laughs> shit says someone else's social. So when y'all niggas, I hope y'all niggas got y'all window. You know, I hope you bought a treadmill with that motherfucker. So you can get ready to run. Because when the police come through and start kicking y'all through y'all living rooms and shit, nigga gonna get body slammed in this living room. What you supposed to explain it's the little foot race? Listen, nigga's gonna be, you ever seen a foot race go through a nigga crib? Nigga walk through praise God. Nigga running through praise God. Hauling ass. That's gonna be y'all, like I said, y'all niggas wanna keep doing it. If you was wise, you knew you knew not to do this shit. You don't own a business. Your business wasn't that affected. At the end of the day, it's a loan. So if you're smart, do not get it. You know, just taxes alone is complicated. So don't complicate your life getting a PPP loan that's going to end up getting you put, put, put in prison. And that's my ending on PPP loan. Tony, you got anything else to say about that? Nothing, man. You a trip, man. That was. <laughs> I had to get that off my chest. That was it's good. It's been burning. It's been burning. You know, my. You know, like I said, to that nigga that got that giraffe. I don't know how you're gonna train that motherfucker. So we ain't even finna get into that. But uh, 
Uh, last thing I did want to say, uh, you know, I got to get a P talk of the day. You know, just some just some Monday motivation, you know. You know, I just want to get that off my chest. Um, little P talk. Uh, you know, just to start off your week, man, you know. Uh, my P talk to start off the week would be, uh, if you stay ready, you don't never got to get ready. You know what I mean? Uh, it's just basically being being thrifty, being able to uh, be prepared, make your day much, much easier, man. You know, a lot of people be going through issues at work. I'm going, through, you know, I go through issues here and there. But um, like I said, I always know that if you stay, if you if, if you stay ready, you don't never, ever got to get ready. And that's my P talk. You know, y'all make sure y'all, you know, stay on the ball, stay prepared, you know. Ain't no, even, even if you traveling, make sure you got everything in your car. You know, you're going to, you might need jumper cables. You know, you're going to need your motor oil. You know, you're going to need a funnel. You're going to need your wrenches, stuff like that. In case anything happens, it ain't going to do no good being at home. So guess what? If you stay ready. You never got to get ready. Make sure you got everything you need. So now go into any aspect of life, man. So I, that's, that's my P talk for the day. If you stay ready, you, know, you never got to get ready. And shout out to Sugar Free. He underdig. He a bitch you. <laughs> I guess my tea talk would be uh, be blessed, not stressed. Angels over demons. 100%, man. <laughs> and uh, we are going to cut this episode short. I think this is the longest we've ever recorded. Um, but it was a good conversation nonetheless, man. Um, Tony, you got anything you want to shout out, bro? Uh, you know, um, now, man, just a uh, shout out to the success of uh entertaining second episode. I believe the people will enjoy it, so it's gonna be good. Oh, yeah, man, most definitely, man. I hope y'all tune in like always, man. Keep it player at all times, man. You know, take a win the same, take a loss the same way you take a win, and um, you know, uh, also uh, follow Tony at uh. T-O-N-Y-B-A-T-T-S-N-C-I-G, Facebook, Twitter, all three. Yes, sir. And uh, for me, you can follow, hey, the young black boy from the beat, baby, this is the youngest OG. You can follow me at on Instagram, the underscore P underscore young OG. And on Twitter, you can follow me at NCDC Music. Uh, I got to change that jump, but currently it's yeah. at NCDC Music. Uh, just tap in with us, man. Let us know how y'all like. If you, you know, if you're feeling everything, suggestions, so on and so forth, man. We just, we're going to get be- bigger and better, man. This is, you know, this is just the early form of the podcast. Man, we'll be doing stuff in person soon. Uh, we just got to get our ducks in a row. If you guys any got, got any type of suggestions to help us get better and better every day, you know, we want to peach. We want to preach peace and positivity at all times. Don't let nothing affect y'all, man. And uh, keep it player. And always activate that young OG inside you. No doubt. And uh, oh yeah, that's this. This is this is the young black boy from the beat, the youngest OG, Wendell the Great, signing out. Peace. Bless you. That's that. Bless my stress. Oh yeah.